Thank you, Mark, for recording that for us. Uh, so can you remember the verse for the year? Uh, we last spoke about it before lockdown. Uh, and it feels such a long time ago, doesn't it, when we first started to talk about it in early January. That feels like a lifetime away. In fact, another world. And yet, uh, we felt at the time that God was speaking to us through that verse and we wanted to hold on to it for this year. And uh, it's, it's interesting to look back at that time and just think about how different it all feels to how it is now. And I've, I've noticed uh, recently how uh, a lot of people are looking back, kind of looking back at old photographs. And I mean, some people are just naturally like that. Andrea is naturally someone who lives with nostalgia. Uh, the one thing she loves about Facebook is the whole memories thing. So pretty much every morning, Andrea will get on Facebook and say, oh, this time last year we were doing this, that and the other. Or she sometimes says bizarre things like, uh, this time, a week on Tuesday, four years ago, we were doing, and some people love that. Some people love going through old photographs. And it seems like at the moment, lots of people are doing that. It's a comforting thing, isn't it? We, we find comfort in looking back at the past to the good old days. Were they ever good? Certainly old. And our verse for the year, can you remember it? Let me just read it to you. One thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And kind of looking at that verse now, it feels like an appropriate verse for this year. It feels like a verse that can speak to us in this situation. Because Paul here is saying, don't live in the past. Work for today, aim for what's coming. And uh, nostalgia in some way has, has no real place within the Christian faith because God is always calling us on. God is always leading us forward, never leading us backward. And the context for this uh, verse is uh, the whole passage is about the greatness, the supremacy of knowing Jesus as your Lord and your Saviour. It's about knowing how wonderful that is. And if it truly is wonderful, then it is only going to get better with him, not worse. There should be no golden age in our walk with Jesus that was sometime in the past. We should be able to look to the future and think, it's going to get even better with Jesus because that's the kind of God that he is. Now, that does not mean that your situations, your circumstances get better, but your relationship with God should or can. So what does he say in that passage? He says, forget what has been. And Paul, in the passage, he talks about the kind of upbringing that he had. He had the best Jewish upbringing that you could imagine. He had all the best teachers and he did incredible things. But he says he forgets all of that. He counts them as garbage. And uh, in our deeper video in this coming week, uh, we'll look a bit more in depth at all the things that uh, Paul talks about there. 
and think about the word that he uses for garbage because it's a really interesting word. But he says, it's, all that is garbage because that's the past. It got me here today, but what matters now is what am I going to do from now onwards? See, we can't live with our past glories or wallow in our past failures. We should be a people who the Holy Spirit is working so much within us that he is always calling us onward, always calling us to go deeper with God, always calling us on into the things that we should be doing. And maybe you feel a little bit stuck in the past right now. And you know, God wants to move you on from that. He wants to to turn your head from looking backwards to looking forward. And whatever's happened in your past, whether it was you look back at the good times and think, oh, I wish it was like that again. Or whether it was the difficult bad times and you think, I'm glad it wasn't like that. But you still live with the hurt and the pain and the difficulty of it all. God is calling us all onward. He's calling us all into deeper walk with him. So we are to forget the past. We should learn from it. We should develop ourselves out of it, but we shouldn't live in it. Andrew always says, uh, she says this regularly, and you may have heard it before. The past is for reference. It's not meant to be lived in. You don't live there. You live in the here and now. You can refer to the past, learn from the past, but you move on. But then he says, strain to what is ahead. Move towards the future. Move towards what God is calling you to. And I think that is what uh, uh, struck me about this verse for the here and now. When we chose this verse almost a year ago, we didn't know the pandemic was coming. We didn't know what would happen. We did, even at the start of the, the lockdown back in March, none of us thought we'd still be here in this kind of position now, did we? But here this verse calls us to strain towards the future. And, and that word that's, uh, that's used for strain, it's a kind of, um, it's a kind of racing language, straining towards the finish line, moving forward. And the thing is, you can't move forward if you're looking back, can you? It's impossible. You're going to trip up. So you look towards the future. You look to where you, you know you should be going and you move towards it. Jesus is always calling us forward. It might be that you're not looking back and it might be at the moment you're not looking forward. I think for some people, the danger right now is that you're hibernating. That you're in a kind of stuck position. That you are in a status quo and not moving forward or backwards or anywhere. And I think it's time to wake up. And I just feel that's a kind of prophetic word for some people. It is time to wake up and to start moving towards the future to strain towards the future. And the thing I like about that word strain is that it implies hard work, doesn't it? And that's why a lot of us look backwards or just hibernate, because we don't want to face the hard work of moving forward. 
And you know, personally, I found it really difficult over these last weeks to keep moving forward, to keep things progressing, to keep my life in Christ moving on. It's been hard work. I've lacked motivation, I've lacked that sense of purpose. And that's why this verse speaks to us. Because we strain, we work hard at it to move forward into the future. Since uh, lockdown started in, in March, um, I started running. And uh, the thing you should know is all of my life, I have hated running. Never, ever enjoyed it. It's always been one of those activities that after a little while, I just get bored. I want to get to the end. I want to get to the finish line. I want to get to the, the point where I can just stop. And an interesting thing happened yesterday when uh, Andrew and I went for a run. For perhaps the first time, I suddenly discovered I enjoyed the process of running. It's taken a long time, but I've got there. And the important thing for me here is that I keep doing that. When it comes to our walk with Jesus, when it comes to our faith, too many people want to just get to the end point without actually going through the process of getting there first. See, God's actually more interested in the process than the finish. See, it's in the process of straining towards the future, of working through your faith, that you actually become more like Jesus. That's the point of change. That is the point of transformation in your life. That's why Paul puts this in. He's encouraging his readers to move towards the future, not simply to, to get things done or anything like that, but so they may change and become more and more like Christ. And that's the call of all of us, even in this context, in this situation that we all find ourselves in, where our lives feel restricted, where we are unable to do certain things, where we're not able to meet together and encourage one another. This is a process in which we can become more like Christ. It's a process in which we can know Christ differently. That's not necessarily better, but to know him differently is to move on. Where you are right now is important because it is part of the process of change that God is working in your life. And will you look back to how things used to be? Will you look down and hibernate and not move? Or will you work with what God is doing in you to move forward and to begin the process of change? See, we strain towards the finish line. But it's the straining bit that allows us to change and prepares us for all that God has in store for us. God enjoys that journey far more than we do because he sees the change in us. And then the verse describes how uh, towards we, we strain towards the goal to win the prize which God has called us heavenward. What is that prize? Well, most of the commentators say, well, we don't actually know what Paul really means here. We're not entirely sure what he is pointing his readers to. And it might be the crown of life that Paul talks about in, in Scripture. 
for me, it's it's that verse that talks about how when you get to heaven, God says, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. When I get to heaven, I want God to be able to say to me, well done, good and faithful servant. See, for God to say that would mean far more to me than any crown or anything else. It's one of my love language, words of affirmation. And so to have the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the creator of all things say to me, well done, good and faithful servant. That would mean so much. And so that's what I strain towards, that I want to know and experience God's affirmation on my life and on my work and on my ministry. And shouldn't we all want that? That we get to the end of our life, not having wasted our life, not having gone after worldly pursuits, not after changing uh, our lives for, for the worse, not the better. We should be moving towards all that God has called us to. And what has God called us to? What does God expect of us to strain towards, to press on towards? Well, we press into our relationship with Jesus. And right now, that's what you need to be doing. Especially if you're just finding this whole lockdown to week three, wherever we are, quite kind of difficult right now. Press into your relationship with Jesus. That is the most important relationship in your life. And no matter how long you've been a Christian, the amount that you know of God right now is simply the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more to know and experience of him. Press into that. Strain towards becoming more like Jesus. That would be the second thing. Is your life becoming more like Christ? Right now, I am discovering more about myself than I ever have done for a long time. Because the, the circumstances are strange and different. And I'm discovering things about myself that some I need to rejoice in because they are positive and some I need to work on because they're more negative. And I guess it's like that for all of us. This is a time to use to become more like Christ. And the third thing is this, we strain, we press on into our calling. Our calling to be witnesses for Jesus, our calling to be salt and light in this dark and broken world that we live in. We need to press into that like never before. And particularly next year, as restrictions hopefully start to lift, we need to discover what is God going to call us to in this? But we start now, not then, we start now. We start praying about it. We start preparing ourselves for what God might want us to do. You know, the one thing that we can't do as we approach this new future, and it will be an entirely different future to what we expected a year ago. The one thing we can't do is say this, I want it like how it used to be. Because it'll never be that. It'll never be that. And so we strain towards what God is calling us to now. In this current climate, in this present situation. 
I want to pray for you. And I want to pray that God may work in your heart now. That he may encourage you and build you up and get you to a place where you are ready to, to press on towards the finish line. Straining towards what is ahead. Because we are in, I think, a really exciting time as we look to the future. I have no idea what the future will look like, what post-lockdown Britain will look like. I don't even know what post-lockdown Steve will look like yet. But I know that if I focus on straining towards what is ahead, I will be more like Christ. And I know that in post-lockdown Britain, there'll be far more opportunities to witness for Jesus than perhaps I've ever experienced in my life. And so I'm going to strain towards what is ahead. Let me pray. Lord, I want to pray for my friends watching us now. And Lord, they will all be in different situations, find themselves with different emotions. Lord, for those who are already pressing on towards the goal, I pray that you would bless them and strengthen them and encourage them that they may keep going on after the things of God. For those who are looking back or hibernating, Lord, I pray, would you wake them up? Point them back towards what you are calling them to. Help them, Lord, to hear your voice, calling them back into the future so that they may serve you and press on to all that you have in store for them. Lord, I thank you for each of my friends who are watching this. And I ask you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit, wherever they are right now, would fall upon them. I pray that your Holy Spirit would fill them, fill them afresh with your power, Fill them afresh with your love. Fill them afresh with a new sense of vision for what you have in store for them. And Lord, I pray this in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to worship together now.